welcome, 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 welcome. Um, you are listening live to the Scribes Hangout broadcast on the Kingdom Influencers Network. Here at the Scribes Hangout, we are dedicated to bringing the voice and the heart of the scribe to individuals around the world. This is the Hangout Spot for book lovers, authors, artists, playwrights, fans, business owners, and those who desire to be inspired. I am your host, publisher, author, and TV and radio personality, Deron Shay Zorn, and I just want to welcome you to the broadcast on tonight. We have a very, very special guest with us on tonight and I'm very very excited I'm very very excited about uh, this guest and her gracing um, the broadcast on today and that and even what she's going to release unto each and every last one of us as we get the opportunity to know her a little better to know about uh, this this project her latest project um, that she have written that she's written about um, in addition and to hearing, you know, why she wrote the way she wrote and, and what she wrote as well to be an inspiration to individuals around the world. And so I'm absolutely excited about it. Um, tonight we have um, none other than the inspirational speaker, minister, motivator, mentor, author, CEO, and founder of Motivate and Pray Incorporation, um, Marcella D. Moore. She's also known as Sella T. Um, glory to God. So, uh, Miss Sella, let me just first welcome you to the show tonight. I am so delighted and I am to be able to hang out with you. Uh, tonight, along with the many people who are listening to the sound of my voice, I'm just excited about what God is going to do. I'm excited about your platform. I thank you so much for having me here, and not only just having me here, but having me here and creating an atmosphere where I just sense the presence of God, and I truly believe that God is going to do something amazing tonight. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited as well and just so looking forward to just us going just deeper into the presence of the Lord on tonight. So you guys, what we're going to get ready to do, we're going to go into a word of prayer. And then after prayer, we're going to begin to, I'm going to tell you the title of her book or the book collaboration that she was on. And then we're just going to, and I'm going to introduce her, give you a little bit more about her. And then we're going to dive directly into this interview on tonight. Oh, gracious Lord. We thank you for being um, with us on tonight in this broadcast. And we just place it into your holy hands so that you may have your way. Speak through our mouths on tonight, oh God. Words of penetration, word of activation, word of words, oh God, that will transform the hearts and the minds of man that will begin to shift atmospheres for your glory, oh God, in the majestic name of Jesus, so that your word will begin to manifest in the lives of your people. We thank you, oh God, for this 
this place and for this space and time right now to be vessels, oh God, to be vessels, oh God, to be used by you for your glory in the majestic name of Jesus, oh Lord, have your way through this broadcast as we humble ourselves to be vessels, to be used by you in Jesus' name, amen, 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 to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Let us go ahead and give thanks to our sponsors on tonight. We would like to thank D Technology for your partnership. If you guys have any business need, they are the one stop shop solution for all of your business need. You can visit them at www.d technologyweb.com that is www d the letter d t e c h n o l o g y w e b dot com go there go there for all of your business needs for they are the one stop shop for business solutions glory to god in addition if you guys will go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platform i text it over to somebody email it over to somebody um so that they can join in this powerful conversation that we're getting ready to have on tonight and also remember that you can send in your comments your questions as well as prayer requests if you have any on tonight. In addition, you can call in and join us in our Q&A session live with the author. If you have any questions or comments that you would like to um, have broadcast with us on tonight over the air. And you can dial in by dialing 563-999-2090. Again, that number is 563 2090. Your access code is 257851. SS code 257851. We look forward to you joining us here on the Scribe Hangout um, on tonight. Um, and we look forward, forward to seeing you. Now, those questions and comments, those comments can only um, come over to us live. From, um, just from three other platforms, which is our Facebook um, page, our Facebook fan page, or on the Spreaker platform. If you're on any other platforms that we are on, I just encourage you to get over to the Spreaker platform or the Facebook platform so that we can get those comments live over here on tonight. Glory to God. Now, let's get down to business. I am very excited about um, introducing... Um, Miss Marcella D. Moore, letting us know a little bit more about her background so that we can dive into this most powerful book um, collaboration um, that she has um, ventured in. And like I said, it is helping individuals around the world. So our uh, guest for tonight, she has been inspiring and empowering individuals for more than two Decades. She is an inspirational speaker, minister, motivator, mentor, author, CEO, and founder of Motivate and Pray Incorporation. By means of teleconferences and in live events, she uplifts members of her audience with powerful words that inspire them to reach new heights. Um, Marcella is known to her audience as the Remember motivator and life giver 
She serves as a minister at the Abundant Life Family Worship Center. I'm sorry, Worship Church, under the leadership of Bishop George and Mary Seawright. She facilitates a weekly Motivate and Pray Empowerment Call and the monthly Caring for the Caregiver Support Call. Both teleconference calls serve as a resource for motivation, inspiration, empowerment, encouragement, and prayer. Ms. Celadi also is a three-time amazing bestseller co-author. Her professional career includes more than 30 years in the corporate world as manager, director, and account executive. Uh, Marcella volunteers with various organizations in the community. Some that are dear to her heart, including domestic violence and teen mentoring. She is also a veteran of the United States Army. She embraced she embraces her single parent status and is the proud mother of her 27-year-old Justina and 23-year-old son Elisha. Marcella's life journey has birthed a message in her that simply says, "Be a part of your own rescue, embrace your journey, live on purpose, and love yourself to life." Celadee's prayer is that the light of God on her life shines bright enough to make hearts open, babies leap, and sleeping giants awake. Oh my God, I am so excited to introduce um, to the Scribes Hangout family tonight, none other than um, Marcella D. Moore, and we're just getting ready, amen, to have a very powerful time. Very powerful time at the Scribes Hangout. Um, Glory be unto uh, the Lord. Okay, so this amazing book that her her latest collaboration um, that that she released is called Belief, Bold, Big Blessings. And her title is chapter, My Favorite Was My Fear. And so on tonight, we're going to discover... We're going to discover on tonight why fear was her favorite and how can um, her message help us come into that place in space um, in our lives where we are conquering our fears, amen, um, and getting into those places that God has called forth into our lives. Miss Celadee, um, my first question for you on tonight, um, what made you engage in this collaboration? Well, I think that, um, uh, as you noted when you were reading my Bible, that I've done three, and actually I got four under my belt now. And I think collaborations are a great way for those who are aspiring to be an author and just haven't had um, or felt compelled to do a full book and to be a part of collaborations. Collaborations are an excellent way for us to get um, our writing on. It's an excellent way for us to learn about uh, the structure in working and writing a book. Collaborations are a great way for us to allow our voice to be heard when we just um, just may have um, a few words to do so. 
And every time I decide to take part of a collaboration, I do so based on the heart of the collaborator. When I see someone who um, has a message um, for for individuals in terms of um, speaking life to them, and it's based on that message. And uh, Renelli Williams is the collaborator, um, the compiler of this book, and she just had a heart. Um, she talked about big blessings, and she had a heart because she wanted to get as many people together, male and female. She wanted to get us together, and she wanted us to share our stories um, personally, um, business-wise, and she just wanted us to pour out our hearts in a way that it will cause lives to be changed. So I said yes to this one because I believe that it was another way of getting the voice, getting the baby that God has on the inside of me, getting my voice heard and relaying the message that I felt that God had for me in this season. Awesome. And you talked about, you know, that um, with hearing the project and connecting with the project, the the voice, connecting with the voice of even the um, compiler, and, and having that connection, which caused your baby to leave to want to give birth um, in, in part of as a collaborator in this project. And you came out uh, with your chapter. My favorite was my fear. So how did you come up with this particular chapter uh, in this book? Well, when she gave, when the compiler gave the different um, categories that uh, she wanted to be a part of the book. My, I, I kind of struggled a little bit because uh, there is a business part of me and then there's a personal part of me. And as I prayed and as I talked to God about what I needed to share in this particular collaboration, um, that was the thing that he birthed on the inside of me. The, the, the title in itself uh, came about because when I realized that I going to talk about this baby that God had given me called Motivate and Pray. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the birthing of Motivate and Pray, and I wanted to talk about the obstacles that got me to the point of feeling okay to release it. So there, there is a, um, a quote by a woman named Marianne Williamson, and she talked about this quote all the time, and I heard it, and every time I heard it, I was empowered. And many people have heard it because it's very popular. Um, even Nelson Mandela uh, quoted it in his in, inaugural speech when he became president um, in South Africa. And a lot of people thought that this was um, his writings, but um, a part of it, it talks about it. I'm not going to read all of it, but she talks about, she said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? And, and, and it goes on and it goes on. And I often quoted this, and I often you know, used it to be my motivation in terms of bouncing back in life. And as time went on, I realized that while I made it a practice to call this my favorite thing or my favorite reading or 
my favorite quote. It was really the thing that I feared most in allowing God to birth the ministry and allowing God to birth the baby and allowing God to take me to that place that he desired to take me with Motivate and Pray. So I was quoting these words, talking about these words, understanding the power of these words, but I was not in the, I did not allow myself to be positioned in a way where I could be the executor of these words. So that's where it came from. I said it was my favorite, but it really was my fear. Awesome, awesome. You look, you said so many um, different um, things that we can just really explore in this in this um, conversation on tonight. But you said something that that just really, really um, sticking out to me, and I think that will also be a help to those um, those that are um, expiring or inspiring to aspiring to do um, different projects or God have placed things on their heart to do, and and they have not quite got into that position to give birth because of different fears and things of that nature and so you said something that was very very powerful that you know you you quoted you was quoting the words and and you was using it to to bring motivation but yet the activation of the word had yet to um begin to operate in your life and so for those that may be in that position i mean because you know i just just a wealth of people um that are in that position how did you or what brought you to that point where um the words became activated in you and i like how you said that um and i and i use the word execution and, but I love how you said activate it because that is definitely a part of it. Because anytime you hold on to something and you're not allowing that something to uh, operate in its, full pur- in its full purpose, you have not activated. You have not given it permission to do what it's supposed to do. You have not given it permission to be in purpose. And we know that purpose is the original intent for the creation of a thing. So when you, when, and, and I find this, the funny thing about um, this whole subject tonight is that even though I conquered some areas as it pertains to fear, I still co- uh, constantly find myself each time God gives me something um, experiencing that level of fear. So what I would say to individuals and what I had to say to myself is that even with the fear, you still have to do it. Because what happens is people, when God gives us ideas, dreams, visions, um, he calls us, and sometimes we think that just his, his, um, the impartation and the delivery of it and, and him giving us the words, meaning that when he gives it to us, that's just going automate, to automatically make us get up and do it. But what happens is we get excited about it and we see it, but then when we consider the cost and we sit back and see the different things that it takes, that have to take place in getting stuff done, then we allow that spirit of fear to be manifested in our lives. And I believe, number one, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind, and perfect love casts out all fear. But the truth of the matter, because it was talked about in the book of Daniel, there will be times when fear will be present, and we just really have to push through the fear. I think pushing through the fear... Um, activates 
the faith that God has in us, because oftentimes God gives us the, these things, these ideas, these visions and dreams, not because of our own ability, but because of the ability that we have to press through in him. So when he gives it to us, he is the giver of the gift. He is the giver of the life. So when he gives it to us, he already knows that we are capable of doing it. So if God has spoken to you, if God has told you to write that book, if God has told you to do something, if he's called you to do an event, if he's called you to start a business, taking that step of faith, even when your days and your life is filled with uncertainty in terms of what is going to happen, that step of faith becomes that initiator because I believe that our faith is in our movement. So if you're feeling like that and you know that it is the fear thing that is stopping you, I just want to encourage anybody tonight, somebody tonight, that even with the fear, I want you to do it. And, and when I mentioned the book of Daniel and when the angel came before Daniel and he was talking to Daniel and he told Daniel to get up and David said, I got up even with trembling, and it depends on which uh, version you read that scripture in, but he said, I got up trembling. I got up even with the fear. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I continued to move because I believe that he trusted and he just knew within himself that God had him covered. Amen. You, you, again, you just said so many different things. And even as you was talking, you know, it began to make me think about, you know, the, the parable of the sower. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when the seed was sown on the different grounds. And, it, and you know, one, you know, no lack of understanding. So the father was able to come and grab it. The other one where, you know, um, the issues of life was able to choke the word, you know, out of them. They was excited, good to go, but then got worried with different things of that nature. And then the word got choked. And, of course, we know that those that, that, that activated, that took it in, that where it fell on the fertile soil um, within them, that they reaped 30 some 60 100 fold and so it just began to make me um think about that and i just love it you said faith initiate um the manifestation of the word you know um in our lives i want to talk about this statement that you have in your that you wrote um in your chapter you wrote i gave fear a full ride on my purpose dreams and visions while talking to god I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put there. I gave fear a full ride on my purpose, dreams, and vision. What was your thought process right there in that sentence? Because when I when I said that that was my coming to myself, you know, I always talk about, uh, for instance, when we talk about the story of the um, the prodigal son that when he was in a situation, when he realized that he was in a low state, and when he realized that he was not in a space where he really wanted to be, he wasn't in a space where he knew that he was really entitled to be, that he had access to something higher, the scripture says he came to himself. And when he came to himself, he began to speak. And then he, he came to himself, he began to speak, and then he got up and did something. So when I made that statement, that was my moment of coming to myself, understanding that 
um, by not moving the way that God had called me to move, by not walking out the purpose that God had for me, that I was giving full fear, full uh, say over my life. I was giving fear um, the place that God should have had when it came down to my growth and my development, when it came down to my execution. So by me not moving and me being stagnant and me hiding behind and belittling myself and not seeing myself the way that God sees me by me playing small, then I said, okay, fear, this is this battle is yours. But then I understood, and just like I said, I came to myself. When I came to myself, I had to have a conversation with myself. I had to speak what was going on, and then I had to do something about it. So when I said those words, that's the thing that was on my heart. That was my affirmation in a sense. That was my deliverance statement in a sense. That was my coming to myself moment to understand what I was doing. I became a part of my own rescue when I made that statement. Oh, I like that. So you became a part of your own rescue, our own rescue. Mm-hmm. And so, and and I, I want to start a, a, our next um, conversation with that hour how vital is it for us to um, come to our own rescue or be that 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 vehicle to get us from point a to point b because uh, you said something earlier in our conversation that sometimes when god give us a word um some people have the assumption that okay we have the word and then everything is going to just come together without any actions behind it well absolutely you know god is just so amazing he is so amazing and in in our setup he's so amazing in our process he's so amazing um when he as he connects the dots of our lives he's so amazing in giving us instruction and directing us but I think that because of, of, of um, who we are as humans, we tend to uh, go to that humanistic place in a sense when, when situations happen, when things come, things about, we look for other people to validate us. And I always say that the moment we opened our eyes this morning, God validated us. He didn't wait for us to get dressed. He didn't wait for us to put on makeup. He didn't wait for us to put on our favorite outfit. The moment our eyelids slipped open, that was God's validation to us, on us, and for us. And it's so important, and the reason that I know that it's important that we become a part of our own rescue, the reason that I know it's important is that we partner with Holy Spirit and with God as it pertains to our process on this earth, because God told us a story about David. When David had gone away, he fought the enemy. He came back to his camp, and all the wives and the children were gone. And the very men who had fought the battle with him and walked with him, they were ready to take him out. But the scripture said that, that, and I'll bring that back, what I said about the prodigal son. David came to himself, and he encouraged himself in the Lord. And encouraging himself in the Lord, then he began to ask God the question, shall I pursue? So there will be times in our lives when no one is around, 
when no one has the, even even when people are around, they will not have the words that are necessary to get you activated. They will not have the words that are necessary to get you motivated. They will not have the words to say and to release your deliverance because there are times when God wants us to realize that it's on the inside of us. And what's on the inside of us? Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. And every time we find ourselves in a situation where we are feeling down and we open up our mouths and we begin to speak a thing and decree a thing and we we reach down and we pull ourselves up, I think that gives us another level of power and it gives us the opportunity. It becomes the reminder of who we are, who we are, and the fact that we are royalty and the fact that because we have relationship with the Father, that we can speak out of our mouth. We can speak to the elements. We can speak to the enemy. We can speak to ourselves and cause the entire atmosphere to change because it's in him that we live, it's in him that we move, and it's in him that we have our being. So being a part of your own rescue, it is so necessary because guess what? Jesus already came, so another deliverer is not coming. You know, no Moses is not coming again. Jesus is not coming again. Jesus gave us power to walk out so many things in this earth. So a part of that power is the ability to be able to pull ourselves up. And that doesn't mean that we don't need other people, because we do. Two is better than one. Or one is cold, the other one is warm. But there are times in our lives where God wants us to work out our own soul salvation. And in doing so, that means that we have to speak life to ourselves and partner with the Father so that we can be effective in this mission and in this call that God has called us to walk in. Amen. Amen. Just so many different um, powerful things um, that you said here, Boone. She said you have to, sometimes you just have to encourage yourself. Amen. We got to dig deep on the inside of us and and begin to cheer ourselves um to victory begin to cheer ourselves amen um through our breakthroughs and through our deliverance and and and, and things of that nature because greater is he that is in us than he that is surely in the world so just absolutely love it um, i'm looking here and, and and have this next question that I have here um, for you, um, Marcella D. And, you know, God give us these, God give us great, massive visions. And you said it early with such simplicity that, you know, God give us these, these great visions so that we can, number one, um, be the, be, we could be God dependent and what it is that he's given unto us. And he give us things that, you know, that is beyond our human capacity and so that he can be activated in us and move and operate through us so that we can complete it we have um we he give us that in which he has already um given us permission um to complete or to to do um he's given us he because of the power amen that of him through him operating through us so even when he gave you um motivate and and pray to motivate and pray um initiative or business um 
what were your um what was your initial walk once you came to yourself and and made that decision that you know what I'm going to move in what it is that he's called forth in in me um in in spite of whatever the obstacles may have been um what pushed you up to that point and um what was your next move in beginning the process of now I'm up, I'm awakened, I recognize what it is that I need to do, I've heard the voice of God, and what did your next step look like? It's one word, my left, my next step looked like obedience. <laughs> Once I got up, like you say, I, I accepted my, I accept, I came to myself, I got up, and I start moving, and the next thing was obedience. Because even when we don't know what to do, the fact that we desire to be in the center of the will of God, then that's a form of obedience. And if we just know, we, we have to know that obedience is better than sacrifice, that, that when God speaks to us and he tells us to do something, when we obey, it just causes everything to happen. When we obey, the motion begins. It's like a a magnet. Obedience is the magnet. When you obey and you start moving, that magnet draws everything to you that you need to be successful in this earth. When you are in movement, I said that earlier, that your faith is in your movement. When you're in movement and when you're in obedience, you just walk, you just trust, you just go, and God will set the atmosphere. He will set the tone. He will send the people that you need. He will do everything that you need in order to be successful. But it's it's all wrapped around that one word. And again, that one word is obedience. I I absolutely love it. It, Jesus with simplicity says obedience. It was nothing else. That's absolutely um, powerful. Um, And, you know, even as, you know, you was talking and you was talking about, you know, obedience, I begin to think about Deuteronomy when he said, my favorite will accompany you everywhere that you go. And that was just a part of the promise of being obedient, of being obedient yeah. with the Lord. And so as you was talking about being obedient because causes every resource, every um, destiny helper, um, that, that mag- caused the, this, the magnet that draws them to you. That's what I begin to think about, that, that favor, the doors of favor um, being open and um, for, for that in which you need to manifest um, the word of God um, for your life. So that's just absolutely, absolutely powerful. Um, I'm here in the book and I'm looking at, here where it said, you said the moment you surrender to divine purpose, and truly saw yourself the way God sees you. Um, your favorite words took meaning and it began to illuminate and revelation began to come forth and begin to manifest um, um, right before you. Can you just give us some insight to that, um, to that particular area in the book? That... <laughs> You know, one of my favorite songs of all all times, and I know a lot of people would agree with me, is Marvin Sapp's song, He Saw the Best in Me. When we, when we see ourselves the way that God sees us, it's no stopping us. Um, when we see ourselves 
fearfully and wonderfully made, when we realize that we are the apple of God's eye, when we realize that God loves us unconditionally, it like it invokes our superpowers. It causes all the things that God has invested on the inside of us, it causes it to come forth and manifest. So when I when I stop looking down and playing small and and comparing myself to other people or feeling like I was not qualified to do that which God has called me to do. The moment when I look to the hills from which cometh my help, understanding that my help comes from the Lord, understanding that I was created in the image and the likeness of God, I'm telling you, it caused the light to come on in my head. It caused the light to come on in my life. And I began to see things clearly. I began to, while I did not know what the entire picture would be, what I didn't know, you know, if I should go right to the left on many occasions, but it showed me that something big was about to happen. It showed me that God's hand of mercy, God's hand of grace, that God's favor, that all God was and all that God is was upon my life. And it, I was able to see that the moment when I saw myself the way that Daddy sees me. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. My God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my. <laughs> she said, Lord, have mercy. When she brought herself to that place, to that place, and that was just a spiritual awakening that gave her access to the inheritance. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. That gave us access to the inheritance. And so I, I want to ask you um, this question on tonight. What you talked about, you talked about in your process that you had to go through that, you know, you learned that God is a, a big guy and every, and that Everything that he has, he invested it in us. Give the listeners some insight to that thought. The first scripture that comes to to mind is that in, in the New Testament that God has given unto us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And then the other scripture I'm, I'm hearing, Philippians 1 and 6, I believe it is, and it says, being confident of this of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it unto the completion, unto the day of Christ Jesus. God, because he is, because he is the creator of life, because in the midst of darkness he said, let there be light, because he took man from the dust of the earth and he breathed in us and we became a living soul, because he is um, all-knowing God, because he is Jehovah God, because he is Elohim, because he is Yahweh, because he is the author and the finisher of our faith, because he is our Alpha and Omega, because he is the beginning and the end, because he is, because he is I am that I am. His greatness, when he breathed the breath of life unto us and we became a living soul, that was big. That was huge. That was him taking his breath and just breathing into us and allowing our hearts to beat, allowing our minds to, to function the way it's supposed to, allowing our brains to function in the way that it's functioning, allowing everything in our body, our joints, our cells, our muscles, our blood to be able to flow. And just think about all of those things. The God who took some 
the moon and put it up in the sky. And then when the moon goes down and the sun knows the right time to come up, the God who can take a little seed and cause it to fall into the ground to become something big. That is the God that we serve. And because that is the God that we serve, we have to know that because he is great and because he is big, because he is huge, that he is invested. We uh, we have his inheritance. We are his sons and we are his daughters. We are little G.O.D.s in the earth. So because we are a replica of him, because we are a reflection of him, because we are he, we are the ones that he left here in the earth while he is away, then we have no choice. If we accept it, if we co-partner with him, if we come to ourselves and we see ourselves the way that he does and we choose to walk in obedience, we have no choice but to experience him in a big way. So we experience a big God in a big way, then there are big blessings that he has in store for us as well. And it's just up to us to take advantage. His, his promises are yea and amen. And if we gather those promises and we hold on to them, then we will experience him in that same magnitude. And his magnitude is huge. He is a big God. Amen. Just absolutely love it. I just love it. That's why he don't give us small things to do because he's so big. Um, and mm-hmm. so, you know, and I just tell y'all all the time that if what we are dreaming and we're thinking about, it, if it's just something that we could just do and out with our own skills and, you know, our own talent with the absence of God, then we're, we're not in, we're not moving and operating in what it is that he desire for us. Um, because what he desire, it requires him to be a part of it every step of, of the way. And also knowing that with him, all things, absolutely all things are possible. All things are possible. So on um, tonight, um, Marcella D., what I want to ask, is there anything else before I'm going to get ready to open up the lines in a moment um, for any Q&A that any listeners may have? Um, you guys can go ahead and send over your questions um, via the chat. For those that may have any questions and about the conversation on tonight, and for those who want to dial in, you can dial in at 563-999-2090. That access code is 257-851. Again, you can dial in at 563-999-2090. Access code 257 one and we are definitely definitely look forward to any comments or questions that you may have on tonight um, at the scribes hang out so uh, Ms. Marcella D before uh, we go into Q&A is there anything else specific that you want the listeners to know or hear on tonight about um, the boldness um, belief boldness and big blessings Amen. Um, within the Lord as we move in faith. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I just, um, my heart tonight is just to encourage everyone who is listening tonight to just do it. You know, this is not a Nike commercial or anything like that. But, you know, one of my models and one of my taglines for Motivating Pray is to make prayer the first response in every area of your life. Simply put, pray first, and then after you pray first, do something. 
And my, my chapter in this book um, had everything to do with that. All those old words that I just said are not in that chapter, but that's exactly what they are. Because one thing I did, and I, I, I spent a lot of time in prayer, and even spending a lot of time in prayer, I would just lock myself in that space and in that place and just praying and not doing anything. God desires us to stay connected to him, to be connected to him, and in staying connected to him and being connected to him, that's when he elevates our faith, and that's when he gives us an opportunity to take something like he gave me. And, and you talked about, um, you, you made the statement that that's why God, God doesn't give us small things to do because he's so big. But even in our minds and, and what we identify and what we think may be a small thing, it's not small to God. God has no definition because he has a way of connecting all of the dots in our lives. And, and I had no idea, just on March the 2nd, Motivate and Play Incorporated became an official 501c3 corporation. And when I started Motivate and Play, I started Motivate and Play as a teleconference call with myself and eight other people on the line. That's all I was trying to do. I was the one in my family who everybody came to, and when they started talking to me and pulling on me, I was not interested in ministry. I wasn't interested in anything. I sold my seed. That's what I, this is the conversation I'm telling God, that I sold and I paid my dues, and so I was no longer interested, but I was always the encourager and exhorter and motivator. So I started this call with nine people on it, and this was five years ago. So, And, and I had one intent, but God had another intent, uh, and he had something else in mind. So regardless of whatever it is that God has called you to do, when you step up and you walk in obedience and you trust God and you say, God, I, you know what? I don't know what's happening here. All I know is that this is what you told me to do. So since you told me to do it, I am going to gather it in my hand, regardless of how little I might define it as. I am going to take what you're giving me, and I'm going to walk forward in it, because I realize that if I am obedient in you, that you will allow one to water, one to plant, and you will give the increase. And as long as I'm walking in obedience, and sometimes fear may be present, but guess what? I am going to do it even with the fear present because that's the indicator that says that my faith is, the, uh, is operating in my life. My faith is pushing me and that my faith is activating. And as long as you do that and you just hold on to God's unchanging hand, I promise you, you hear me? I promise you that God will be with you and that he will ensure that his perfect will is manifested in your life. Amen. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He says, just hold on, hold on um, to God's unchanging hand and just continue to push past your fears, pressing toward the higher mark that has just def definitely been called out for your life, that thing that you've been anointed, appointed, ordained, qualified, sanctified to do. Amen. Before you even enter the womb of your mother, glory be unto the Lord in this place. We have a comment. We have a comment um, tonight from Takenya. To Kenya, and she just said, "Obedience. Um, God is a God of movement. 
He is not stagnated. And he does not want us to be stagnated either. Amen. Um, That's so true. Um, We're we're life producers. And it's hard to produce life when you're just standing still. Amen. You know, we, we are fruit producers. He's called us to be fruitful and multiply. And if fruit being fruitful and multiply, you have to do something. So being stagnant is not part of of the call. It's not a part of the journey. It's not a part of, of the fruit of the Spirit. It's not a part of the activation process. It's just not. Because even there's a big difference between being stagnant and waiting. There's a big difference between being stagnant and being still. Because when we're, be, when we're waiting, we're still serving Him and worshiping and praying. When we're being still, we're listening. But when you're stagnant, you're just standing there and no fruit is coming from you and you're not doing anything. That was good. That was that was absolutely good. Just breaking down the difference. Because sometimes, you know, people say, Well, I'm being still or I'm waiting on God and things of that nature, but when they're really in a status of stagnation. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes we cloak um our waiting on the Lord, um, sometimes, you know, with, you know, we say, well, we're waiting on the Lord and it really that we are afraid to move, but we'll say, well, I'm waiting on the Lord and, and, and we're stuck, you know, in a place. And so for, um, people who that, that may just be in that state or men that be in that place where stagnation is there, but you know, it's being in the, because of the fear and it's mm-hmm. being cloaked with, I'm waiting. Or, is, mm-hmm. you know, um, what would you say to them? You know, we, we are really good with um, making excuses when we don't want to do anything. And that's why the, the, the scripture says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. When we speak a certain thing and when we put our mind and we set our mind in a certain way, it, it's just... It is, does not produce anything productive. And you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the purpose that is on your life. You owe it to the person who is sitting by the wayside, witness for the manifestation of you and your gifts. You owe it to yourself to not use excuses to just, you know, um, affirm you in a sense or tell you that it's okay to do a certain thing. I think the indicator is if you're saying that you're waiting on God, then waiting is serving, worshiping, and praising him. If you're not doing any of those things and you're just standing still and nothing is coming from you, nothing is benefiting because God is so awesome because with him, even in the stillness, even when God brings us, to a place of isolation, and, and, and a lot of people go to the place of isolation when they're hurt, when they're bitter, when they don't want to do anything, when they're afraid. That's a different place. When you isolate it like that and you bring your own self into isolation, there is no fruit coming from you, and you're not getting better, you're not growing, you're not making progress. But then there are times when God pulls us into isolation, and when he pulls us into isolation, it was just like when Jesus would go into the, to go get strengthened. When God brings us into isolation, there is always fruit. So you have to ask yourself the question, and, and, 
and and when you're making the excuse because we get satisfied because we get comfortable because we get hurt because we get offended we say well you know what i'm i'm right here and, and god is dealing with me and god is dealing with me like this and when somebody asks you what you're doing then you go to this place of offense so when you are not producing the fruit of the spirit in the place that you are in then there's something wrong with that picture but the thing that i so love about god that it can be something so wrong with the picture and all you have to do is ask him to help you direct you and when we acknowledge him in all of our ways that he will direct our path he can scoop us up, he can grab us, he can make it seem like nothing has ever happened, and he will push us towards that place of destiny and that we can just allow his grace to be because that, that's, you know, going back to his grace and mercy. When we desire the grace and mercy, his grace is so sufficient and it covers us in an awesome way. I dare you tonight that if you are in that place and you know, because we know that that's the thing about it, we know. We know when we are just in a place and we don't want to be bothered. We know that when we're in a place and we've been offended and we don't want to do anything else. You know. You know. That's why it says the truth will set you free. The truth will make you free. You know. Be honest with yourself tonight and just simply say, God, forgive me. Help me move forward. I want to grow with you. And when you do that, you will find a joy that is so unspeakable and full of glory that you will just begin to move in the fullness of everything that God has called you to do because now it's coming back to what we talked about earlier, that word obedience. You owe it to yourself because when we do that and we, when we lock ourselves in a place and when we, we use the excuses and we know in our heart and in our spirit that it's not coming from a pure place, then we give place to the enemy. And if we resist the enemy, he will flee. And we do not want him to have any uh, victory in our lives. The only victory we can get is when we give it to him. And that's the perfect place to give it to him. Amen. You gave a lot of, you know, strategies. You gave a lot of um, litmus tests for an individual to know the difference that um, if they are um, in a place of stagnation or if they're really in a place where they are being still and, and waiting on on the Lord. And I just absolutely love it. She said, check, the, check what you are bearing. And if you are bearing nothing, then um, you're in a place of stagnation. But if you are bearing fruit, um, the fruit of the Spirit, amen, that you are in a place where you are waiting on the Lord. So I just absolutely love that. That's absolutely powerful. Thank you so much for definitely giving the listeners those strategies. Miss um, uh, Marcella D, can you let us know where can this book, where can we purchase the book? Where can the listeners purchase the book so that they can um, dive in and not just read your story? Because I'm sure, I think you guys have 24, I mean, you have a 24 um contributors to this project that they would you yeah. know be able to enjoy all of the testimonies that you guys have put um in this awesome work and, and that's the thing that's another um benefit of collaborations and another joy of collaborations because you get to hear so many different stories and because um those stories are filled with power 
and, and deliverance and insight and wisdom. It can help you in every area of your life. You can get the book um, from my website, which is MarcellaDMoore.com. And if you go to the shop uh, tab there, you will see um, the book there. And you can purchase the book there, and I will get you an autograph signed copy and give it out to you right away. Awesome. Miss um, D, can you give the um, listeners what are ways that they can contact you and connect awesome. with you? Yes. Uh, as mentioned earlier, I am the CEO and founder of Motivate and Pray Incorporated and Motivate and Pray has a main Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com backslash motivate and pray. Uh, you can always connect me there. That gives you information about um, the ministry, the organization, the mission of Motivate and Pray. In addition to that, I do have a, a business page on Facebook, uh, Marcella D. Moore. I can be found that way, too. And I am on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and at Motivate and Pray or at Marcella D. Moore. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's just absolutely wonderful. You guys, we have definitely been having a very powerful conversation here with none other than um, inspirational speaker, minister, motivator, mentor, author, CEO, and founder of Motivate and Prayer Incorporation, Sela D. As she's been talking about her tight, her her chapter, her book chapter titled My Faith was my favorite um, in her book collaboration titled Belief, Boldness, Big Blessings. And it's just been absolutely amazing here on tonight as we've been here with this author and her just giving us, pouring out of her um, her heart and in her mind um, set, I'm um, doing this writing and, and what her intentions were even with um, putting this piece into this collaboration. And we just thank God on tonight for her coming and sharing with with us um, what it is that he has allowed her to do. Before we leave here tonight, um, as it coming across my mind, uh, Ms. Mar- um, author Seller D, are there any other um, new projects that you have coming up um, that we could be anticipating that's coming out? Yes, um, uh, two one is the Diary of a People Pleaser, and I'm on that with Cheryl Peavy, and that book is um, is going to be awesome because it deals with the subject, as the title is, uh, people pleasing. Uh, many of us, uh, especially women, um, because we have been raised and, and taught that um, there is uh, a special place for making ourselves last and putting everybody else and this book addresses that subject and provides ways where we can shift our mindset and understanding that there's only one person that we should always aim to please, and that's God the Father. And when we please Him, then He gives us wisdom. He gives us the ability to be able to have a strong relationship where we learn to balance uh, that that people pleasing thing, and it, and it's a very thin line because yes, and, and there are relationships, mothers with children, and husbands and wives, and mothers and daughters, and fathers and sons. That there are things that we want to do 
to make sure that that person, that we are in alignment with that person, that we make someone else smile and that we bring joy to others. There, there, there's definitely uh, things like that that God desires us to do because he made us the body being fit to join together. He, he, he ordained marriages. So there, there are definitely things that he desires us to do in terms of our relationships with each other. But when you are in relationships and... Um, you know, going back to what we talked about with the fruit, and there is no true fruit being produced, and then the spirit of manipulation and offense and all of that is circulating and is manifesting and is cultivating, then that's a whole other subject, and that subject is people-pleasing. And then um, another book that I have, a collaboration that I'm coming out with um, next month in April, it's called after the aftermath, life after, and my subject in that is I talk about my life after um, my divorce, um, finding out that uh, my ex-husband had a baby while we were married, and, and shifting from that place of being married for almost 17 years, and, and becoming a single mother to my 10-year-old daughter at the time, and my six-year-old son and how I had to navigate my way through life because of the beliefs and the mindset that I had. And I finally got to the point where I saw myself the way that God sees me. And in doing so, it allowed me to have a life after divorce that uh, is fruitful, is productive, um, and it gives me the ability to speak life to other people who have been where I was at that time. So those are the other... Uh, collaborations that I am working on and the good thing about being on these collaborations it has now prepared me to do my own standalone book which I plan to do before the end of this year and I'm excited about that awesome awesome I'm absolutely excited as well and we're going to definitely be keeping a lookout here at the scribes hangout um, with with the different projects and things of that nature that you have coming out and those that would be birthed so I'm hearing you said three books this year that is that is known <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so we're definitely going to be looking um, out for that and also you know putting it out and helping promote it in our circulation as well um, with the, the great work that God is doing um, through you in you in this season and in this time you guys definitely connect um, to get the book Belief Boldness Big Blessings you can go to Marcella D. Dot come to get it's your Mar- it's Marcella D. Moore I'm sorry yes thank That's you for okay. correcting me <laughs> Marcella D. Moore dot com to get your autograph copy from this powerful dynamic woman of God and I'm sure that you can get all of her events and things of that nature and as our other projects are coming out I'm sure you'll be able to find them there as well. If not there, definitely connect on our social media page, our pages as well, and um, connect with those the, the prayer groups um, as well um, that she have as well. So you guys get connected with this powerful woman of God. We know that prayer changes things, and even as you can hear um, the message that God has given unto her to motivate and pray <laughs> you here definitely can hear um um that the word of inspiration and motivation and you can hear um the warrior uh, within to help ignite 
the fire of God in the lives of other people so that they can get moving into the direction and the steps in the area in which God has called forth in their lives. Glory be unto God. Um, it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you with us on tonight, Miss um, Marcella D. Oh my God, it has just been an honor to have you with us on tonight. And so we thank you for joining us at the Scribes Hang Out. Um, glory be unto um, the Lord in this place on tonight. I'm um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It has surely been a powerful interview with motivator, author, CEO of Motivate and Pray Incorporation, Marcella at the scribes hangout where we are bringing you the voice in the heart of the scribes we want to thank you for hanging out with us at the scribe hangout on the kingdom influencers broadcast and we look forward to you joining us next week on thursday at six o'clock i'm sorry at 9 30 p.m eastern standard time we look forward to seeing you then until then you continue 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 to to take every opportunity make the most of every opportunity to take out your pen and write in jesus name amen amen and amen